The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. So, Adam, I think uh, I think you know this is a special day. It certainly is very special. Can I play uh, a little audio to uh, tell everybody else why it's so special? I think so. All right, here we go. Free Kicks with Adam and Rick has now reached episode 200. Nice going, fellas. That's one hell of an achievement. Congratulations to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And let's do that show right now. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So this is going to be a fun one. we got a couple of special features uh, prepared for you coming up yeah. in a, a bit later. Uh, but bef- before we do that, let's talk about um, how good you have gotten at uh, picking the game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last week at this time, you mentioned that uh, Manchester City versus Chelsea was the game to watch. A lot of people rolled their eyes like, oh, okay, he's picking Chelsea yeah. again. Yeah. But wow, <laughs> what a game that was. The final, four to four. Yes. It was back and forth and nip and tuck and east and west. And what a – just tell everybody about that game. Wow, what can you say? It was truly an amazing match. It was so good that I forgot about the laundry in my uh, – downstairs which led to a nice leakage of water in the basement so Uh-oh. that was that was good so i got into a bit of trouble but hey it was all worth it because <laughs> honey what am i supposed to do <laughs> hey i got distracted by the game i mean you i couldn't even go i couldn't even leave to make a cup of tea i i didn't even want to leave at half time because there was so much stuff to talk about i mean two two at half time four four for the final match Back and forth, nip and tuck, and then to to seal it, I mean, couldn't have write a better story. Cole Palmer, rejected by Manchester yeah. City, thrown away. <laughs> Chelsea signs him for forty million and what a penalty. I mean, he's he's put a couple of good penalties away already, but that one, talk about pressure. Oh, I know. Didn't how, he, did, how old is that he? kid? Oh, I was like nine, like twenty years old, I think. Yeah. So yeah, and just got and just got picked up for the England team. So there you go. So just got added to the England squad. So that gives you an idea of of what he can do. So what an amazing, amazing game to finish. Chelsea are well and truly back. So excited. Manchester City are still the best, but we're getting closer for one day. For one day only, you matched up perfectly uh, against them. And uh, I I think the whole world thought when uh, it was 4-3, to when Manchester City went up again 4-3, to everybody thought, oh, they they fought so hard and they're going to go away with nothing. But like you mentioned, they went down there and they played like they had a chip on their shoulder. Raheem Sterling, another uh, discard from Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys, they were playing like they were possessed. Exactly. And when you look at the stats, I think it's a good, I mean, 55, 45 possession, you, you know, Manchester City is always going to be, but everything else was 
really even shots, 17 to 15 in favour of Chelsea. On target, 10 to 9 Manchester City. Corners were the same. Fouls were about the same. So you, you couldn't have got a more even game. And I, I'm super glad that it finished in a draw because I don't think a team deserved to lose that game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so if, you, if you're ever going to say, oh, yeah, that's a draw, but most exciting draw of the season, I would definitely probably put that in the top 10 games I've ever seen for sure. Yeah, I, I would too, actually. Uh, watched the whole thing and uh, just loved every second of it. Yeah, um, it, it really it is. It should be a uh, something that they show to the world to to show them mm-hmm. how great the Premier League is. Exactly, I, and I just love the way that both teams try to play. They're playing. They're playing through the thirds of the field. They're playing out, but then they're also playing a long ball when they need to. The the amount of skill on show by both teams, the little touches, the little flicks, um, pressing at such a high level, the organization of both teams, defensive mistakes, yeah. which is only because of the attack being so good. So that's what ends up happening, and that's exactly what you want. So, I mean... Probably, if you're a coach, you don't want four fours, four fours every game. But if you're <laughs> or a goalkeeper, a fan, <laughs> yeah, if a goalkeeper. But if you're a fan, that's that. Those are the games you want every week. You get one of those every week, you're a happy camper. And that's why the Premier League's the best league in the world. It's true. All right, let's talk about your Chelsea team a little bit. They're uh, they're all the way up to tenth place now. Um, but uh, <laughs> I will say. With Reese James in the in that lineup, yeah. they're a different team. For sure. When he's not there, it's such a big loss. They just it's a it's a giant hole that they cannot fill. And he takes them to the next level. I mean, when he is in there running down that wing, I think he got at least one or maybe even two assists in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It just adds an element of danger to the offense that is not there when he's not there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's there and did a fantastic job as as he should and he i mean he's the captain he's the he's the man and i think you can see why he's a captain because i think somebody said this he's different to a trent alexander arnold because he has trent alexander arnold's attacking prowess but unlike Trent Alexander-Arnold, he can actually defend as well because <laughs> yeah. he was great against on that far side, you know, when he's going up against uh, Doku, who's not, uh, you know, he's no easy guy to deal with. He's yeah, tricky. We talked about and, him last uh, week. He, he, yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't do much in that game. No, he didn't. And that's partly because of Reese James. He really was. I mean... Both of the players, I think, or both on the outsides were, were really tremendous in terms of, you know, I'll give Cucurello, I've obviously been critical of him. I thought he played pretty well as well. You know, yeah. kind of a tough a tough penalty kick, you know. I think there was a little bit of shove pushing on both sides. but Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I don't know about that penalty kick either. But yeah. <clears throat> I, I actually, this was such a weird uh, feeling for me because I was totally rooting for Chelsea. <laughs> which uh, felt a little odd, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think what was nice too was, and I the credit to both managers, every, every person that subbed in made a difference, you know, so they, all of them made some type of change. Obviously, Broha uh, 
And I don't know if you remember this. We saw him play as an under-18. Did you know I that? do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he played in that game when we were at Chelsea that week. So, uh, you know, he's from Slough, too, the hometown. So, Hey, your Slough, t- Slough was mentioned in the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, there you go, getting some big-time big, big, big time props. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk about the rest of the tabletop there because uh, – um, it's an interesting, uh, yeah. it's an interesting mix. Now we have heading into the international break, uh, this coming weekend, we've got Manchester city in first, but they're only mm-hmm. up by one point over Liverpool yeah. and Arsenal. And they're only up two points over Tottenham who lost a crusher over the weekend. Yeah. That was a rough one. <laughs> and, th- yeah. and only three over Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Aston Villa came through. Of course they did because I didn't pick their players. <laughs> that's why what happens. So, uh, but uh, I I think Liverpool's looking really good. Your team there yeah. is uh, priming themselves, and uh, that Mister Mo Salah is now the leading scorer in the league. Scored two nice goals, and uh, he's just. I think he's just gearing up. I think this again. This might be his last year depending yeah. on what happens. But I think he's going to really push to try to leave it on an on extremely high note. But uh, they they look very good, contri- completely controlled the game against Brentford, who can obviously cause problems. But you're out shooting them 10-3 to 3 on target. That gives you an idea of just the dominance of that game. So, yeah, I think Liverpool, I think Liverpool might be the next best challenger. Uh, that's not to say that Arsenal isn't going to be there and thereabouts, but I just think Liverpool and the form that they're in could be the team. Yeah, I, it could be. I, I'm knocking on knocking on wood on that one. Um, yeah, you want to yeah. talk a little bit about that Tottenham game before we get to our next feature? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a very Spursy moment, wasn't it? It really was. I mean, they 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 scored in the third minute, right? They're, they're yeah. in the lead for basically the whole match. And then they concede two goals. I mean, I was very happy that they got the tying goal. I was like, okay, that's great. You know, that knocks Tottenham down. But then for them to go and win it in the 97th minute, <laughs> my goodness gracious, that was such a thing. So I think the tough thing for Tottenham is, and, and again, great start. They done fantastically well but now the the depth and strength of their squad is now starting to tell um the play they just don't have the depth to deal with the injuries that they are now dealing with yeah. and that's going to be the biggest issue for them so um whether or not they can hang on uh, i think they're definitely in the top six top four might be a little bit of a stretch depending on um you know, their injury crisis. Yeah. And, uh, and you've got teams a little bit lower that could potentially make a little bit of a surge in the <laughs> next few weeks, and I you, think. Got anybody in mind? <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I am with you. Newcastle, right? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, I mentioned it's our 200th show. So we have a special 200th show feature. Uh, and, of yeah. course, there's audio for that. Free Kicks with Adam and Rick has now reached episode 200. And because of that, uh, our 200th uh, show special feature, we're going to talk about something we don't usually talk about, and that is uh, shows about soccer. 
<laughs> because <laughs> this is the international break, and if you're anything like me, you go through withdrawal over the yeah. weekend when something's going on, or when nothing's going on, rather. And there are a couple of great shows, uh, if you're not watching them already, uh, that we recommend to you. Right now, Bridget and I are in the midst of uh, watching Beckham. Okay, yeah. Which I did watch that. is tremendous. How much of that lines up with how you remember it? Everything. Everything. Okay. I mean, I... It, it's, it, it brings me back to those days. I mean, the whole, I don't know how far you got, but it brings me back to when, you know, he got sent off in the in the match, yeah. in the World Cup. I remember that very and that well. Was, and, I, and I just remember so, so clearly the aftermath. He was really, I mean, people were so mean to him. I mean, yeah. it was awful. It was absolutely awful about how he let the country down and all of these things. When really, I mean, he shouldn't have been sent off in the first place. It right. Was, it was. It was crazy. A very quick red card. Yeah. But it didn't help that the manager at that time didn't support him. And I know in the show he talks about how he felt kind of slighted by that. Um, yeah. And that's, a, and that's a player that he highly respected in, in Glenn Hoddle, who's the manager at the time. But for him to come out and just kind of, um, throw him to the wall, so to speak. That was probably not the best thing, and that probably made it a little bit of a sour point to, yeah. um, to at, what happened. At that time, I was not uh, following the Premier League, but I was uh, yeah. you know, an international soccer fan, and it was a big story that he got the red card, and we were all just kind of you know laughing at England. Uh, um, but... <laughs> Um, I had no idea that it got that ugly. I, I mean, that was just gruesome how yeah, how rough yeah. people were to him. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, some of the stuff that was going on, you know, the things that were said, you know, there was, you know, threats to him, his family. It was, yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, but, you know, like he does, he came back, turned it around, and he did it the best way he could by doing it on the field by scoring that tremendous goal. Again, I don't want to spoiler alert. I, I just yeah, I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for you, but I got, I know it so well about yeah, no. how he turned that around and the goal that he scored to to change everybody's opinion. So, well, uh, that's on Netflix if you're looking for it. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah, strongly recommended. The other yeah. one that we're watching, and uh, I know that you and I have talked about this briefly before, but uh, Bridget, who's not a huge soccer fan, is obsessed with Welcome to Wrexham, mm. which has anything you, everything you can imagine. I mean, it's got a movie star, <laughs> big television yes. star. But for me, the thing that is so fascinating about that show is the the people of Wrexham. It yeah. does such a good job of showing the importance of the football club to uh, the local community. And people just live and die by it. They may, It's a coal mining community, or, you know, it once was. Yeah. <clears throat> and so their, their lives are not, uh, you know, sunshine and lollipops. <laughs> so they have something to cling to on the weekends, and that's this Wrexham team. And it had fallen in such disrepute that it had gone to the the very bottom of the English soccer chain. And these two Hollywood stars come in to rescue it. And you start yeah. thinking, all right, what's going to happen here? 
I mean, it's not as easy as it sounds. And you think you just knew watching that, that these guys really had no idea what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Have exactly. you watched it at all? I have watched it. Um, it's it's probably a little trickier to find with it being on FX. Right. Know, that's just a little tougher channel. I caught it. And again, I, I, I probably, I, I started watching the, the, the second series. I think, I think they won two series, right? Yeah. This two is seasons, the second yeah. series. Um, cause now this is the series that they will get promoted. If right. I remember. So this is when they will join the league, uh, League, league two, two here right. so that's when they they win the league so that's exciting so i've seen bits and pieces of it but um yeah i mean it's what, also on hulu two by the way if you're on hulu you know, too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean and then also last year they had a great fa cup run as well they did so yes. that was also kind of cool so kind of seeing that and just seeing how they how the two you know hollywood stars have really just kind of took it under their you know, under their skin in terms of making sure that they feel like they're part of it and how they really appreciate all the people. And I think that's what's, I think that's what's made the show really appealing is that they appreciate the people of Wrexham rather than just two Hollywood people, like you mentioned, coming in and right. just saying, yeah, we're going to do this. They actually are down with what's happening. Yeah. And so that's the cool thing. But, um, just as a, as an update on what I don't know if you've seen, they are second in League Two right now. I they could get that. promoted again. Wow! Wow! So <laughs> they, wow. they they could be in League One next year. So that means they're only two more leagues away from getting to the Premier League, which would just be amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Well, there you go. That's so. That's my little. Those are two, my two little recommendations. I, I think Adam yeah. has a few also. Yeah. So the one that I I've started watching, and again, it's all about time, right? So now everybody's got Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas. This might be the time to do it. But if if anybody's been onto Prime, uh, Amazon Prime, they've done all these all for nothing documentaries. They did one on Manchester City. They did one on Arsenal. Um, there's two on there that I've, I've kind of started watching. So this is not necessarily in the all for nothing series. It's slightly a little bit different, but it's called we are Newcastle United. And it kind of basically details the, the takeover obviously. Um, and then obviously the new manager. So this is about a year and a half ago, but it's a really interesting look at how that takes place and how the Saudi Arabian country, this, basically kind of now are a big part of it and again spends a lot of time talking to the people of the town and seeing how they feel in terms of that so that's definitely a good one and then there's another one that again i haven't watched all of it that's always the problem with these shows right Mm -hmm. trying to get through it but there's one on uh hansi flick and uh the world cup on amazon prime and so it gets, a, I think, uh, from what I've seen so far, you could kind of see the tension because obviously Germany did not do very, very well in the World Cup. But it basically kind of follows him and the team through the uh, the World Cup that took place in Qatar last year. So uh, really, realistically, it's kind of the downfall of him, unfortunately, yeah. because, you know, you know, not too long ago, 
he just got fired. So yeah, now kind of moving in a different direction. You never know what you're signing up for when you agree to be filmed like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you can see there, there's definitely clips and things. It's obviously for you, it would be great because you could listen in on German or practice your German. Yeah. I'm busily watching the subtitles, but that's okay. Hansi Flick. Um, but yeah, he's uh, it's an interesting watch. So I would definitely recommend those two. And yeah. those are both on Amazon Prime. So if okay. you have that... Uh, if you have that membership, you'll have access to it. All right, so there's something to do this weekend. Don't uh, don't complain about the, uh, the international break. You've got plenty yes. to watch. All right, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer has been serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and is a non-profit corporation, official state association, and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. Okay, time for your favorite part of the show. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Well, this is going to be a little bit different today. All right, this is our, you know, everyone already knows that this is... Episode 200. <laughs> so, for this special 200th episode, I I wanted to uh, pick a player that has played at least uh, 200 games in the Premier okay. League. But yeah, here's I what I did. I looked up, there's a lot of them. There are 46 mm-hmm. excluding keepers that uh, okay. have played over 200 games. But I, I decided not to have you guess a specific player. Instead, because there are 46 of them, you know, they're spread over the entire Premier League. I discovered that there are three teams, only three in all of the Premier League that do not have at least one player, excluding keepers, that have 200 matches under their belt. You're talking about 200 matches in the Premier League or 200 matches in general? Gotcha. So... I'm, and and so that means 17 teams do have at least yeah. one player, right? So three of them okay. don't. I'm going to give you five guesses to come up with those three teams that do not have any. All right. Okay. This is now he was not prepared for this, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, just throwing him at it at the last I, I second. Feel, I feel pretty confident. I feel pretty confident. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with the first one. Yeah. Luton Town. Incorrect. Luton what? Town has two players that uh, have uh, that have played uh, that many yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I guess so. They've got Ross Barkley. Yeah, that's true. And then Andres Townsend. That's probably, exactly yeah. right. Yep. All right. So, okay. Right, now you've only got I'm gonna one go more with wrong guess. Burnley. Burnley is incorrect. They have what? two players. Uh, Nathan Redman, who we discussed uh, previously on the show, and also Jay Rodriguez is still on that team. He's got 244 games. Uh, Nathan Redman's played in 270. Wow. Yeah, see, this is a fun so game. I, so I don't have any guesses left. I've got to get the You've next three. You've got to get these three. Run. Yikes. Oof. Well, it has to be. 
Sheffield United. That is correct. Sheffield United okay. has uh, zero players that have 200 games. Hmm. All right. Sheffield United. Because of the turnover of the players, oh, this is a tough one. Got me going yeah. on this one. I'm going to go with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, that is such a good guess, but it's incorrect. Craig Dawson is still on that team. Oh, man. And he's played 275 games. Uh, I'm going to let you keep guessing because these these last two are, uh, they're tough. Yeah, I mean. It's... This is I finally found it interesting. I, here, I'll you know what I'll do. I'm going to tell you. We'll we'll start here and do it in alphabetical order. Here, uh, Arsenal has one. Okay, that's Declan Rice. He's not, there's only one player on Arsenal. He's really. the only that's one, amazing. and he barely has it. He's 216. Yeah. Um, Brentford has only one, and that is Ben yeah. Mee. Uh, Brighton Hove Albion has four. Wow, yeah. Including the one that has the most games, that's James Milner, 626 <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he kind of throws everything for a loop, yeah. Chelsea has only one, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Palace has four, mm-hmm. Joel Ward, James Tompkins, Jordan Ayew, and uh, Nathaniel Klein. <clears throat> Everton has six, no, five, I'm what? sorry, five. Um, they're all defenders too, which tells you something about how why why Everton is, <laughs> is so good. Um, Fulham has one, Alex Awobi. Liverpool has four, Andy Robertson, Mo Salah, Virgil Van Dyke, and Trent Alexander yeah, yeah. Arnold. Uh, Manchester United has five. Uh, Manchester City has five. Mm-hmm. Newcastle has one, Colin Wilson. Uh, Nottingham Forest has only one. That's Chris Wood. Tottenham has four, and that's uh, and then and uh, West Ham has five, including uh, James Ward Prowse, my favorite, and mm-hmm. and then uh, Wolverhampton. So, which two teams did I not mention? Well, you didn't mention. <clears throat> did you mention Liverpool? Yes, Liverpool has four. Well, I had the Sheffield United. So you said there's three teams, right? Yeah. You said there's three. One starts with A, one starts with B. Yeah, so it has to be Aston Villa. Yes. was Isn't that kind of surprising? That is very surprising to me. And then the other one has to be... Um, did, oh, I, B. But Burnley can. Yeah, B. So it's either... It's got to be Brentford. Did you say Brentford? I Brentford has oh. one. It's Bournemouth. Bournemouth is Bournemouth. the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Wow. So, there's a special... Here's a bonus question. Who just scored his 200th goal this past weekend for our 200th episode? Oh, that was Mo Salah. That was Mo Salah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 200 goals for Mo Salah. Yeah, that was was impressive. Uh, You know why he did it? He did it because... Episode 200. <laughs> yeah, everything's about 200. That's exactly right, exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. It's time for what has turned out to be the most valuable portion of this program. It's time for this. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. As we mentioned, 
it's international break, but uh, are there yes. any games out there worth watching during international break? No. Go home. Just watch <laughs> Netflix. Next question. No, that it's 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 a tough one, and especially because of the internationals. You, you know, you got to kind of follow it a little bit deeper. The only thing that I would definitely recommend, and obviously we're here stateside, so I would definitely recommend that the, you you watch the United States play because they're playing in the Nations League. But um, what basically will happen is if they win these games and they play Trinidad and Tobago on Thursday and Monday, Uh-oh. they will qualify for the Copa America. Now, the interesting thing is we're hosting the Copa America, so we still have to qualify for it. Which is really a strange one. Yeah, but that is. This will basically get their qualification taken care of. If it gives you any hope, we have scored the last two times we've played Trinidad and Tobago, we've scored 13 goals and they have not <laughs> scored one. But every so, American knows <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Historically, you, you just you know, we know we've kind of got messed up a, a couple of World Cups ago. But yeah. ultimately, you could say our biggest accomplishment was back in 1989 when we qualified. We beat Trinidad and Tobago um, to, to get qualified for the 1990 World Cup because we hadn't been to the World Cup in a long, long time. I was watching some videos of that. That was pretty cool. That game, which was interesting, which was in Trinidad and Tobago, I, when I was coaching college, there was a player who played for me in college. He was a ball boy at that game. Wow. Isn't that wow. pretty cool? Uh, they so told me about that. Were you living <laughs> here like, yet when uh, in 89? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I started college in 89, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I kind of remember it very vaguely. And obviously, um, went back home to England to watch the World Cup because uh, that was the World Cup in Italy. Right, and that's when the USA had to play Italy in Italy. Uh, yeah. Although they played pretty well, they only lost one nothing. Um, and that is featured kind of in one. the show Beckham that we spoke about earlier. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But yeah, so TNT will be watching that. So Thursday at eight o'clock. That's this week, and then we they play again on Monday. So uh, I feel pretty confident they're qualifying. Although I know US has got a few injuries. Pulisic is out. Uh, we is out, so there's a few people there, but they should have enough to to get by Trinidad and Tobago. Okay, uh, sounds good. Uh, this uh, this program uh, for 200 episodes has been also brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, uh, led by Mustafa Edders. You can go to greenwhitesoccer dot org to find out more about uh, our club, and and uh, we're gonna take our own international break. Uh, next mm-hmm. week um have yourself a wonderful thanksgiving adam yeah you too absolutely and we'll we'll, we'll talk to you in two weeks uh, for another episode of free kicks the preceding was a presentation of opie productions find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opishows.com thank you this has been a presentation of opie productions tony can you shut up